Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The Kids Are All Left. We are just going to do a very, very quick... The long and winding road to the White House. Sorry? The long and winding road to the White House. Yes, yeah, yeah, that. So, <laughs> we're just going to do a quick pre-debate uh, Q&A really quickly just to get some predictions down. The, the debate's about to start in about 10 minutes, so we're all going to have our predictions, then watch the debate and come back and do a little after-debate show at the very end that will probably be a little bit longer. So... Let's go ahead and get started. Uh, joining me tonight is uh, Nayim Siddiqui. Go ahead and say hi. Hello. And Alex, our, relative, our, our resident military advisor, should be here <laughs> shortly. I don't exactly know where he is. He was supposed to be on here, but he's not on here. So if he joins the call, then he joins the call. If not, then he'll just answer in the same way that we do. So first question, what does Hillary need to do to win? Um, man, that's that, and that's. I mean, it's a tough question, right? Like, I, I she needs to. Man, it just depends on how she bounces off of Trump. And uh, as I was, I was, as I was saying earlier, uh, YCPT. You can't predict Trump. Uh, so yeah, I think I think she needs to respond well to to Donald Trump to whatever whatever he is doing. Uh, and I mean, just continue to come off as as statesmanlike and and not not too pompous, um, you know, maybe, maybe reel in a little bit of what she was doing last time, but mm -hmm. otherwise, I think, I think her game plan is, is pretty solid. We know she's a, she's a politician, and she, she knows how to do these things. And do you think that the bar is higher this debate than it was in the first debate for her, to actually come off as having won? Or is it about the Um, well, you know, following the, the Trump news of the weekend... I don't. I don't think it's higher, right? Like I think. I think he is in a position to. He. It's now his to lose, right? He's. He is in a position. It's, it's. It's. Yeah. He is in a very. He's in a position that if he does not do well tonight, and this is what the, uh, Nate Silver Five Thirty Eight was saying on on their podcast, which everyone should listen to. Um, yes, go listen that, to that uh, too. Which which I disappointed that I didn't get to go live because it was in Chicago and I did not go. Um, but I, oh, should, man, I totally should have, and I made a mistake. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but he was saying that that um, that you know, if if Trump does not do well, this could lose him the election. Period. Yeah, I totally uh, agree. This is this is kind of like fourth down uh, in a, in a football game. I'm watching uh, Sunday Night Football right now, so that's that's where the reference comes from. But it's like fourth down, and you need to get a first down to keep going. Like this is a make yeah. or break uh, play for Donald. I think tonight. Right. So, what do you think? Speaking of Donald Trump, what do you think he has to do to win? Jesus Christ, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, I and it, this, I mean, this this is tough for 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 me as a as a as a, as a not Trump guy to to even think that there's a chance of him winning. Um, you know, Mike Mike Pence, I think, which we didn't we didn't talk about the VP debate because nobody cared about the VP debate. But Mike Pence, I think, was was the general consensus that Mike Pence did win that debate. And what Mike Pence did was he was a traditional politician, uh, and and Tim Kaine that debate was not. And so I think I think if Donald Trump can get Hillary on the attack and then be statesmanly, that's you know that's that's. But I I just, I just don't think he's capable. So I don't know if there's there's oh I I can't think of a scenario in which Donald Trump wins this debate. But I can you know just doesn't burst into flames spectacularly I think is, is all he's really hoping for yeah I think the bar is probably where it was for the first debate for him he needs to come out and not be kind of the Donald Trump we've seen recently the the erratic 
says crazy stuff all the time and has all these horrible stories about him. He needs to come out and just be very focused on the issues, be kind of just reserved, very Mike Pence-like. Mike Pence was cool right. and confident, like, like you were exactly. saying. And he came off very presidential. And I know that kind of sounds like hypocritical to say, well, all he needs to do is not be crazy. But I think that's where we're at. <laughs> right. But it, 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 he's also he's also in a group of of real people, real voters that are asking the questions, not not just a moderator. Mm-hmm. So I think you know that that's somewhere that that Trump is able to thrive in answering answering real people's real concerns. Um, you know, and and it happens to be that the people whose who, real people whose real concerns he's answering generally are people who are a little bit uh, you know far. I don't even know if right is the right way they are. Like they're they're you know right and south. Like they're <laughs> there's there's there is a different whole wing for those people. Um, but uh, but I think answering answering questions from real people and not not having the the moderator be the one who's who's asking all the questions might might be a positive for for a guy like Trump. Yeah, I totally agree. I think the the the, the format in which the audience is involved certainly helps Trump because he'll be able to get. Uh, quicker feedback from the people he's talking to. Yeah, yeah, and and we do know that 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 Hillary has has issues with connecting in a human level with with people. Yes. <laughs> so I too am a sixty four year old female human. <laughs> exactly. So I identify with your issue. <laughs> Dab. So, like. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, moving on to Trump's uh, game plan as as. Uh, we seem to have established in the in the media he is going to bring up uh bills past uh uh infidelity uh towards hillary clinton we think that's what's going to happen he just had a press conference that included uh paula jones kathy shelton juanita broderick and uh kathleen wiley or willie i'm not sure um i think wiley wiley yeah okay so the initial question that we were going to ask is, Bill, Bill Clinton's infidelity, will it come up? But post-press conference, the question now is, how long until it comes up? <laughs> I, I, think, I think as soon as uh, somebody brings up, first of all, either married women or just like, if they just bring up married women, but at some point... Uh, Donald's remarks from this past week are going to come up, or the you know the remarks from 2005 that came out this past week are right. are going to come up during this during this uh, town hall. Right. So you know I, I'm sure at that point at, at at the very at the very latest is when it's going to come up. If not, you know, come out swinging with it. Honestly, right. like I. So I mean, so like, me like, a, like it's it's, it's so hard to predict what Donald Trump. I, okay, I, over under twenty minutes. Under. Under twenty minutes. Okay, I actually I was, agree with you. I was gonna say five, <laughs> to okay. be honest. All right. Like, I, I mean, it's uh, and and I'm, I mean, I'm imagining that they're gonna like somebody's gonna be hitting hard pretty quickly with the comments from this past that that came out this past week, and then you you know you kind of have to jump immediately. Like a, as as somebody on the defensive, like Donald Trump will be, he'll kind of have to come out immediately and be like, yeah, but Bill Clinton though, right? Right. That was crazy. Yeah, so Hillary has actually said that she's going to bring up Donald Trump's statements. For those who don't know, uh, I don't know how you couldn't possibly we'll, know. We'll, we'll talk more about them uh, during the post-debate post stuff, right? Let's talk about pre-debate right now. Right, yeah. But, but if, if, you don't know, if you don't know, we'll talk about them. Yeah, if you, but... if, if, so no, just really, really quick. If you don't know, Donald Trump had some really bad uh, statements towards women on Friday. So that's all you need to know. Hillary Clinton has said she's going to bring it up very early on in the debate. Yeah. So I think I think you're right. I think five minutes in, Donald Trump 
uh, hears like Hillary Clinton call him a bad name or something or just say what he said and he's going to jump on it. I think he's, I think that's what's going to happen. So that that's my theory. So moving on, who do we think is going to be the better uh, actor in the in the debate hall? Like, who do we think is going to move around better? Who's going to look stale? Who's going to... Oh, no, Clinton. Absolutely, Clinton's going to move around better. Clinton's been practicing it, and Donald Trump has not. Uh, and, and again, they talked about this on the 538 podcast, that in 92, uh, Clinton Bush, uh, uh, Bill Clinton Bush, obviously, uh, mm-hmm. Bill Clinton, Bill Clinton, like, knew where the mic would catch him best to make George Bush look bad. Yeah. And, you know, Donald Trump, Donald Trump is a dude who's a, who's a good, like, he's, he's a good celebrity presence, but I think he doesn't have very good camera presence. He's used to the cameras being pointed at him where they should be pointed at him. Uh, and so I think, I think Clinton, who has been, who has been practicing moving around the debate hall, which yes, maybe it's something that you shouldn't have to practice, but she's been practicing it. And I'm sure she's gotten good at it to know what the best spot is for her to be. Right. I totally agree. Yeah, I think I think Clinton probably did the same thing that or this Hill, this Clinton probably did the same thing that that Clinton did, which was yep. set up an entire debate hall to practice in with people and cameras and everything. So she could just make sure that she has the entire thing down. So and finally, we're going to get a little bit meta. So we're going to talk about the media and specifically Anderson Cooper, who's uh, doing part of the moderating tonight. He said that there's a value in stepping back and he, is, he doesn't want tonight to be about him. Do we think that he's going to be attra- attacking Trump and Clinton for uh, falsehoods or anything like that? Or is he just going to stand back and let him duke it out? I think it's a lot easier to stand back in a town hall format. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but you know, if you've, if you've ever seen Anderson Cooper do, do his program, I, I can imagine that he might, uh, he might want to jump in. You know, it, it depends on, I suppose, what the candidates are saying and how, how passionate he gets about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but you know I I I can I, I imagine that that he'll have the restraint to not do so. But there might be some point where it's just like I, I have to jump in, you know. But <laughs> but with a town hall with a town hall type 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 format with the questions being asked by by people, it's uh, it's much easier to to sort of step back and be like, okay, you can you know let uh, let the people take the reins. Right. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think I think he'll probably be fairly standoffish and. Trump, either Trump or Clinton will take advantage of it and he'll get criticized for it. But he'll get criticized either way because that's what we like to do to the moderators. Yeah. So I will say, by the way, I just uh, I just drove back from O'Hare Airport and on the way to O'Hare, I think I saw Air Force One leaving uh, and it might have been flying to St. Louis. So if you see a guy at the debate tonight who looks vaguely half Kenyan wearing a fake mustache and a Make America Great Again hat, the president <laughs> might be in attendance. <laughs> All right. We will look out for that. On that note, uh, we're going to say goodbye for now. And we will be back on in about an hour and a half, an hour and 45 minutes to have a little... Well, you'll hear us. You'll hear us right away, I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're not, we're, we're not going to leave dead air for the next hour and a half. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. Now now go and watch the recording of the debate and right. then come and then listen to this. <laughs> right. Yeah. So enjoy the debate and we'll see you in an hour. You'll hear us in about an hour and a half. It's true. It's true. So we just finished the debate. Kuan and I, and we are now joined by our resident military expert, Alex Payette. Payette. Hi, Alex. Hey, Payette. As in... Peyote? Did you say Peyote? Like, as, that's as like in, a little pay. As in, as in pay, pay, as pay. In pay it forward. Alex, how do you... How do you, uh, how do you spell your name? Which part? <laughs> First or last? Let me repeat the question. <laughs> how do you spell your name? How do you spell your name, already, Alex? Already off to a hot start. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> uh, do you mean my first or my last name? Your last name, the one that I'm I'm struggling oh. to pronounce. P A Y E T T E. Everybody got that? It's Payette. Also, Alexander has the R and the E swapped like your French. Yeah, that's why I was asking. Oh, Alexandre. Yeah, that's why I was Alexandre. like, I don't know how you're... I'm not sure yeah. what your question is because my, my first name spelled goofy. Theatre. Where's, where's that name from? Payette. Payette. Uh, it's French. Um, French. But we're not actually, we're not actually Payettes. Um, the, we are Lebeau's. And then there was an accident and my great-grandfather was adopted by Payettes and took the name. So my grandfather was the first oh. of the generation born Payette. So yeah, I'm not so, actually a Payette. So what you're saying is so what you're saying is like your third cousins with Gambit from the X Men. Yeah. 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 I think that makes yeah. sense. You yeah. kinda look like Gambit. Like a yeah. Gambit who like doesn't let have himself any go. powers that Gambit has. <laughs> let himself go. <laughs> That's a rough living. Yeah. <laughs> like if, if Gambit worked at Starbucks, <laughs> I don't work at Starbucks. I don't work at Starbucks. I, you know, but if, but you look like over. if Gambit worked at Starbucks, you don't have to work at Starbucks yeah, to look true. like if somebody worked at Starbucks. Like you look like right. if Gambit really loved carbs. Yeah, I think that's what he would, he and would his, be. You and his hair started thinning in his mid twenties. <laughs> oh, oh, my hair's really thinning. Depressing version of the X Men right here. <laughs> Anyway, it's the Y Men. That's not the X Men. It's the Y Men. Any, any, anyway, so the the debate uh, b- before the debate started, uh, Niam and I placed a little bit a little bet on how long it would take for Trump and or Clinton to bring up the uh, the Bill Clinton uh, rapes. I stuff. guess I guess it would have been a better bet if we didn't both agree immediately. Agree. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think we probably right. we probably should have I, gone I, lower and lower until we disagreed. We should have talked about what time we each thought it would happen right. and then set the over-under like in between yeah. so one of us would be over and the other would be yeah. under. But anyway, the, the over-under was set at 20 minutes in. We both said under and it happened 10 minutes yeah. in. So I, Listen, I, I, pr- I probably would have taken the under on whatever you said pretty much unless it was less than five minutes because I said five minutes as well. So let's just assume that I would have lost because I would have taken the under and you would have taken the over and you would have been right. <laughs> Well, I was thinking 20 minutes. I was thinking it would happen at 20 right. minutes. Right. So, so, so if we, we s- would roughly say 13. So if you had taken the under in 13, then you would have been okay. You All right. Won. Fine. Fair. Yeah. Sounds fair. So now that that's out of the way, let's get to the the juicy meat of the debate, which is Kuen, Do you want to do you want to load up your sample? Uh, wait. Which? Oh, yes. You ready? For oh wait. This? Do we, we we've got a list of. We have a list on the the, the agenda, right? We got a one and a two that oh, we're talking yes, about. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've actually we're really fortunate. We actually have a guest who's going to announce uh, the list for us. Are you ready for this? This is very exciting. Here we go. Here's our guest. Our guest announcing our agenda. Number one, I pay tremendous numbers of taxes. And number two, Michelle Obama. <laughs> so that's our that's our agenda for tonight. Yeah. <laughs> So number one, uh, tremendous amount of <laughs> <laughs> for laughter. I really do. All right, that's 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 your one. <laughs> We're gonna cut all that out. <laughs> <clears throat> so uh, thanks, so Donald. Donald <laughs> oh, Donald! Obviously, <laughs> we cut that together from the debate. 
<laughs> yes, that's so. Those are those are two separate segments from from the debate that uh, we collaborated on and cut together while we were listening back to it for this podcast. So he did. Donald Trump said both of those things, just but not completely separate. Very yeah. different times. Very different times. Right. Yeah. But very, very we, different well, we are going to talk about the taxes, and we're going to talk about. Um, the, the sexual Michelle Obama. <laughs> we're not really going to talk about Michelle Obama. We're going to talk about the sexual assault, which we brought up. Uh, we're going to talk about sort of the way they pivoted, uh, and a little bit about <laughs> about Donald Trump's statements about about Russia, and I guess a little bit about uh, about his communication with his running mate. But uh, first, first we we have a we have a really special announcement. Uh, Please explain whether or not the Muslim ban still stands. It's called extreme vetting. I don't fuck with you. You little stupid ass bitch, I ain't fucking with you. Uh, we, sh- we probably should have said there's a foul language warning at the beginning of the show. <laughs> we'll just put an explicit tag on it. It's fine. You can do it in post. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's just throw everything to post because I don't have anything to do with that. Well, you, so. no, I'm just, you, I'm just saying you can, you can throw something at the beginning of the show. It's really not that hard yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> um, so Donald Donald Trump has decided to rename uh, religious vetting to extreme vetting. Extreme vetting. Um, Which I'll tell you what I really like it. It reminds me of like extreme gushers. No, yeah, right, no, it's it's super nineties. This is and this isn't this yeah. isn't super new, right? Like he's been talking about extreme vetting for a while. It just hasn't like it's sort of fallen through the cracks of the other million things Donald Trump has said. You know, like he's well, it's it's a it's like a, a, a old bargaining tactic. It's one of these things where if like if you want to buy my computer and i say it's it'll cost you ten thousand dollars and and then you say that's that's outrageous then i say fine eight thousand eight thousand dollars is still a ridiculous price for a computer but it sounds better than a ten right no that that's 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 a one of my favorite comedians also does a political podcast political reactive harry kondabolu um has a has a stand-up bit about that with uh with obamacare actually which uh, which was talked about in this debate where he says uh you know i want to do um organ sharing where we take the rich people's organs and give them to poor people and it's like i know what you're thinking that's ridiculous and if they started with that by now we'd have the public option <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah no i mean that's it's it's basically it's like one of these things where all right, it's extreme vetting. We're like, all right, well, at least it's not religious vetting, but it's the same thing. No, oh, no, no, yeah. I mean, no. yeah. That was the question. The question point blank was, is there a Muslim ban? And, and his and his response was to be like, well, I'm not calling it that. But that, yeah. At no point was there a listen, denial. Listen to it again, just so we can clear it. Just so we can clear the yeah, air. Absolutely. Let me just play it one more time. Please explain whether or not the Muslim ban still stands. It's called extreme vetting. I don't I fuck with you. So it's regardless of how we reacted to just what just happened. No, that was that was, that was in the debate, kind of, right? That, that music was in the debate. Sorry. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, we didn't. We didn't. Yeah, add no, this way, you should there. play Anderson Cooper telling the audience to not talk. That's <laughs> because someone played that. Um, <laughs> he said, "Don't talk." He didn't say, "Don't play yeah, music." He didn't say yeah. that's technically poor choice of words on his no, part. Anderson Cooper actually the one who was playing. No, that was actually Anderson Cooper singing. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. his iPod. It was just, oh, sh- sorry, guys. Sorry. <laughs> this is <his> ringtone. <laughs> yeah, this is ringtone. <laughs> um. <laughs> but, but, 
It's when wolf. What's when wolf calls? When when wolf blitzer calls, that's what goes off. Okay. 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 <laughs> seriously though. <laughs> seriously though, this is a rebranding of this. This Muslim um, band. Yeah. No. Absolutely. It's absolutely. not really rebranding though. It's not. It's it, like the no. thing is. It is. It's Crystal Pepsi. Is what it is. It, sure. No, 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 Crystal it's Pepsi the same thing. It's new Coke. It's new Coke. Well, Crystal it's Pepsi. Bit, it's, it's a little different formula, right? It's it's, it's new Coke. It's not. Um, to the point where he'll probably have Bill Cosby come out and endorse it. Um, but uh, it's on some level, I think, with uh, with the extreme betting, like it is, it is not just a rebranding. I think there is a little bit more nuance to it than just no Muslims in America, right? It's it's it's. It, it, you know, though that's a cornerstone of the policy. Oh no, no, that, 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 well, that's definitely like, part of the policy, right? But 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 I think he he he. I think it's part of he, the policy. I think that's that's the basis of the policy. All the rest of it is it. it but, the, but it, the vetting but it, exists to but it, but it can't to be, get that right? result. It can't be it's, like it can't be part of them. It can't be it can't be the cornerstone of the policy. It can't be part of the policy because that'll never. That's not gonna, like it might be part of what he says the policy is somewhere behind the closed door, but it can't be the policy that he's trying to push forward because it's not going to happen. It can't happen. Like, but he's. So he's been all over the place with this. Because, he's gone because, because, forwards because, and because backwards. We, we all know, like Donald oh. Trump is not making his own policy. He says some words, and then you know Kellyanne Conway or somebody up in the top of that administ- of that of that um, uh, campaign has to. Oh, well, that's a little campaign. forward thinking right there. That administration. Oh man, you're getting ready for it, huh? <laughs> but this is so. Make this has been like, a, like a cornerstone of his policy, like since the beginning. Like the the yeah. first thing he announced when he was running for president was he'll build a wall. So like immigration is his cornerstone issue. You know, and it's it's kind of been a call and response thing. The the entire uh, election, he'll say something and then people will get mad about it and then he'll slightly adjust it back and forth, depending on how a supporters feel versus how like America feels, I guess we should say. So I think he's kind of landed on the opposite side of it. Initially, it was all Muslims are gone until we figure out what's what's happening. I think that's. A paraphrase of what he initially said. Then he, 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 he said, he said, and I and I remember the quote vividly. Is it's I, Donald J. Trump calls for a shutdown of all Muslims entering the United States until we can figure out what's going on. Right, exactly. Then it Trust expanded me, <laughs> and or contracted, depending on how you look at it, from a religion to a region of the world. So suddenly he said he wanted to identify countries in which he was not accepting uh, anybody. Basically, that that became his policy for a little bit. But slowly, I think as he started to dip in the polls and go to more rallies, his stance his, his stance got a little bit more extreme to the point where it is now. I think kind of where it, it originated, which is no Muslims except now we're calling it extreme vetting. We're not calling it no Muslims. I think I think honestly, I think that's where it, that's where he landed with it. It's yeah, just a rebranding that, of of. Uh, of uh dr pepper but the thing is like you know i don't know i feel like if you're gonna do a rebrand you don't you don't make the direct connection there you don't just you, I, I i don't know like so you know I, I i'm a big fan of professional wrestling right uh, unapologetically and there are times when people get a new gimmick you know this guy was stone cold steve austin one of the most popular wrestlers everyone knows who he is at the very least started out as the ringmaster they didn't ever say to us, like, oh, hey, by the way, stop calling him this. Call him this new thing, right? Like, you don't... I don't... You don't bring them both up together. You just start. You know, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know if I'm explaining that well enough, but that it's an admission you don't that it's say, just different words. 
you don't it, so call you don't you don't say call him this now right like you well, just move and, on and, 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 just, yeah and, and, and I, right. will, I will say like a little bit before that that specific call and response there um uh which we're not gonna play again um she uh <laughs> donald trump did say uh the muslim ban is something that in some form morphed into an extreme banning from certain areas of the world Right. And, then, and yeah. then she she you know pushed the question a little more and he goes it's called extreme betting so it's not exactly that he said this is what it's called now he said it so it what I said turned into this but it's still I mean it's still you know I, I just don't want to you know well that was the point of the clarifying question though the no, follow up no, question was no, literally you, exactly you, is that ban still in existence you're absolutely right I just don't want to I just don't want to like you know do the thing where, where we pull a quote like he he definitely did say well you're not morphed... that's, the, that's the question i agree i just think he, he he originally said it morphed into this and that's still pretty much the exact same thing as can you explain where this still stands it's called extreme vetting um i just I, I just wanted to clarify uh but i yeah it's you know i i still feel like on on some level like and maybe and maybe that's just the politics of it and maybe that's like that is the negotiating tactic where extreme vetting sounds less bad than muslim ban so um so in my head, it's like, oh, it must not be as bad. But on on some level, it's it's that like a ban on a religion is something that can't get passed. Like it's not gonna get passed. So if there's a policy, because there's there's these are po- there's policy people making crafting the policies, and if there's a policy of extreme betting, which which we can you know look up on, um, I'm sure on DonaldTrump.com. Uh, kind of. It's. I mean, it's all. There's, there's well, not much policy there. Actually, I'm, I'm a little curious here as to why, why we're saying that it, it can't possibly be a policy. And you're saying that there's a your, your constitutional right to make no law step, uh, regarding the establishment of religion, right? Is that where we're going to go with this? As to why yeah, the so policy can well, exist? Right. They're not, they're not U.S. They're, citizens we're talking about. Constitution doesn't apply to U.S. citizens. Right. I mean, so that, like, yeah, the question Moreover, is... Moreover, it's not a congressional thing, so... Is well, is it a violation of the Constitution? I don't necessarily think so because the Constitution yeah. guarantees rights to citizens. Um, however, if we so if we were to ban Muslims from coming into the country, that would I think uh, violate the the spirit of, of yeah. It's definitely of a the violation of the spirit of the Constitution. Definitely. Right, exactly. That's and that's something that I think could would be argued about probably for a year or two. It depends on how many people get on board, but that I mean, that is certainly a contentious issue. I, at the moment, I think it'd be very difficult to get something like that across, right? And I, 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 do I think immigration reform is a congressional issue. I just, I'm not sure that it's as uh, I'm not sure that it's as, uh, it should be on such a foregone conclusion that it's just an impossibility. I, I, it's I'm, a legal impossibility. So it's not a legal impossibility. It's oh, certainly I, not I, a legal. I feel impossibility. like I, I mean, I feel like it. it I mean, so I don't know for sure because I'm not an immigration lawyer, but I'm sure there's some immigration law that rejects the possibility of denying somebody immig- like to immigration based on their religion, right? Like it has to. Like I'm not. I don't know for a fact, but I imagine that has to be true, right? <laughs> like so. So we're not we're not talking about immigration laws. We're talking about changes to the immigration law. Yeah. Like, this is something that Donald Trump would push in Congress or or would sign through an executive order, which would change the immigration system. Yeah. That's what we're talking right. about. We're not talking about something that is already in the books that he would then enforce. This is a new thing that he's doing. Right. And it's a matter of, so, is it even so possible law-wise, to do it? Right now, you absolutely cannot deny someone entry into the country based on their religion. If Donald Trump is elected, there is a significant possibility that he will push for something like that. Yeah. And the only thing to prevent that's, it would be that's, that's, that's a constitutional 
and yeah. When whether or not it's, it's whether or not it's a constitutional issue or it's something that he can sign through executive order, uh, or it's just something that that Congress has to get through, is up for debate. I'm not. I mean, it'll make it would make it really easy for me to move to Canada. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good point. Hey, uh, can you take me with you? <laughs> Let's get married and then move to Canada. Yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah. Before that becomes illegal, and then, <laughs> right? Uh, or we could yeah. you could move to Canada. We can get married in Canada still. Right and then perfect. Yeah, perfect. Okay. Yeah, well, well, you know, we can we can become um, civil partners, sure, in podcasting, <laughs> and then and then uh, I think that counts in Canada, right? I, you can <laughs> sure. <laughs> who knows? Who knows what the what the the legal? I, system, I really I wish I knew any Canadian Canada. podcasters. You don't know a single Canadian podcast? Not off the top of my head. I'm sure I know some, like Jonah Carey, but he doesn't live in Canada anymore. Uh, yeah. All right. So uh, what was amazing about, about Donald Trump's extreme vetting thing is he, like, said, well, I'll tell you what, it's now called extreme vetting. However, Hillary Clinton wants to bring in an extra 300%. Uh, 550%. 550%, that's what it was, uh, every year or something like that. And I think what really stood out to a lot of us in this debate is how quickly both candidates responded and then immediate, like, like if responded to the question, they answered the question very quickly and then moved on to their talking points. It was, so it, was Alex, it was crazy. Alex had a lot of examples of this. Yeah, Alex I mean, I was saying that it was uh, that it was like when you when you look at a, like a YouTube comment chain where you see a top comment and then you see the latest one and you're just like, how in the hell did we get from there to there? Like these make no sense. So uh, yeah, a couple of them that happened over the course of it was uh, Hillary Clinton was asked a question about, did you say, or can you clarify the comments about? Having a private and public position. Well, you know, I was talking about Abraham Lincoln. That 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 Donald Trump's taxes need to be released. Like, wait, what? Like, how did we how did we get from one to the other? You know, I have uh, to say that was, I think, the weakest yeah. answer of the night. So, real quick, it was it was the question was: Is it okay for politicians to be two faced? Is it acceptable for a politician to have a private stance on issues? And so she starts with, well, I, as I recall, that was something I said about Abraham Lincoln after having seen the wonderful Steven Spielberg movie called Lincoln. And uh, her last sentence in that uh, answer was, in the two minutes was, and we should demand that Trump release all of his tax returns so that people can see what are the entanglements and the financial relationships. And then was cut off by Martha Raddatz, who went to the next, uh, who said, you're, you're out of time, and went to Trump. But and like, Martha, uh, by the way, was awesome the entire debate. Yeah. I, well, and then, like then we Trump had his own... Um, the one that that I mentioned uh, while we were watching it was, uh, did you basically the question is, did you avoid taxes for twenty years? And he's like, yeah, I did, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, she allowed it. That that that. And this is why ISIS was formed. Great job. <laughs> so, I mean, I know I'm cutting out a lot, but the point is just to say that in no, two yeah, minutes we somehow made that jump. Like that, that's insanity. <laughs> How? Yes. How it went from I haven't I I took a big loss in 1998 or whatever year it was, uh, so I didn't pay federal income taxes for such a long time. To uh, they left a power vacuum in the Middle East, and that's why we've got ISIS. Great job. Yeah. Once 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 again, uh, Anderson Cooper's question: Can you say how many years you've avoided paying personal federal income taxes? Trump says no, but I pay tax. I pay federal tax too. I have a write-off. And then the last sentence from that is, the last two sentences is, I mean, her and Obama, whether they like it or not, the way they got out of Iraq, the vacuum <laughs> they left, that's where ISIS formed in the first place. They started in the little area, and now they're in 32 different nations. Hillary, congratulations. Great job. 
they yada 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 is is what they do. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's the yada 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 is in there, right? Like it says, if she had problems for thirty years, Bernie Sanders, bad judgment, Libya, Syria, like yada yada yada, <laughs> yada, yada yada yada. <laughs> But no, it's it's great. It's just Bernie Sanders. It's really bad judgment. She's made bad judgment not only on taxes. She made bad judgment on Libya, on Syria, Iraq. Like he, the 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 backflips were there. They made the backflips. This was like a gymnastics performance at the Olympics. Absolutely. Yeah, it really was. And yeah, I mean, obviously they they made the connections. I mean, because they're going into each one of these answers with the intention of of getting getting to that point. Absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, you don't know. And I don't blame them, but just the, how far, how absolutely removed all of the final parts of their answers were to the question, to the point where it had to be asked again in at least one instance. Let me repeat the question. Yeah. <laughs> that was and then again. the best parts of the debate, yeah. Let me repeat the question. Yeah, that that was that was um, when the question was about the humanitarian policy in Syria, and Donald Trump was like, "Let's beat ISIS." Yeah, and she was like, was... "Okay, but the, the question was, what would you do about the humanitarian?" Yeah. And that was that. By the way, to to segue into another thing was when uh, when she then Martha Martha Mattis brought up the um, uh, Mike Pence's comments about Russia and Syria. And Donald Trump said, okay, he and I haven't spoken and I disagree. <laughs> which is, which is baffling. This is his running mate. Like he said that he has not spoken with his running mate on the humanitarian efforts in Syria and, and Russia. And it's like, like that is probably one of the biggest things. I mean, would be one of the biggest things from this debate if it wasn't for 700 other things in this debate, right? Like that Donald Trump apparently is not communicating with Mike Pence on basic foreign policy. Like what is, I don't... I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, that's a it's a pretty extreme example of miscommunication, it's lack of communication. I mean, you do see that happen though from time to time, where a vice president, as an example, will accidentally leak the <laughs> administration's <laughs> plan for the next for for their next term, assuming that they get it. Uh, where we saw you know Vice President Biden do that with. President Obama, right, right, uh, um, you yeah, know, saying, but, but basically outing him as a supporter of gay marriage. So, right, right yeah, but with this, but like with this, it's like it's just, it's not, it's cause, because I don't know, like Mike Pence did, Mike Pence's verbal backflips during the VP debate, which again, like I said earlier uh, in the in the pre debate, we didn't really talk about because who cares? Um, but uh, Mike Pence's verbal backflips were mostly oh, he didn't say that, or, oh, this is what he meant, or, you know, this is, this is like, you know, oh, but this is how we're going to spin it. And he was either spinning what Trump said or denying that he said it, but spinning what Trump said was, you know, what is what you should be doing, right? And, and right. When, when the question is asked, uh, <laughs> like, what, this is what your running mate said, what do you believe? You don't just say, like, oh, well, we didn't talk about it, and I disagree with that. Like, it could, you, could, you could simply just say, like, Governor, you know, Governor Pence and I have discussed it. This is this is one area on which we disagree. Um, I believe this; he believes this. Um, but 
blah blah blah. That, that it's great. Does not whatever, sound whatever. like Trump at all. <laughs> no, obviously, obviously, it does not sound like Trump at all. But like that's that's what you should be doing as a candidate. It's really it's a softball. You can disagree with your yeah. running mate. It happens all the time. Like you don't agree with everybody on everything. You know, like but right. we don't think, agree think, on everything. But like it's it, that's like the kind of thing that it's it's so easy to just be like that's something on which we disagree. Uh, this is this is my thought. Governor Pence can think whatever he wants to think on that. So. This actually, I think, was quite revealing about everything that's been happening since the the vice presidential debate. If you remember, mm-hmm. uh, Mike Mike Pence did quite well at the price that the vice presidential debate, and there were there were rumors afterwards that Donald Trump was quite upset with Mike Pence for having done better in Mike Pence's debate than Donald Trump did in Donald Trump's debate. So. He had a much easier opponent, though. <laughs> yeah. He did, yeah. and he also prepared. It's it's weird how both those things both those things uh, work together. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, to be fair, like Mike Pence was fairly good at the debate. He was. I, I didn't agree with him, but I I have to give him props for for what he did there. And and then on Friday there was this whole Donald Trump right. Well, uh, yeah, the the elephant tape. in the room, which which we right. talked about a little bit before. Um, right. and have not brought up yet, but but there so there was there were words uh, the, there was there was word that Mike Pence was just distraught that this had, that this had come out and that Donald Trump would say something like this. So if you think about it, so the 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 debate was on Tuesday night, then Wednesday Thursday, Donald Trump's fuming. Friday these tapes come out. So Friday Saturday, uh, Pence is, is is fuming, and you can see how in between the vice presidential debate. In which, Don, uh, in which Pence said, uh, I'm not a big fan of Russia. I think we need to be strong against Russia. And tonight's debate where Donald Trump said that he hadn't spoken to Pence about those comments, you can see how that's, I think, based in reality because they've been mad at each other for the past week. And I don't think okay, they've really yeah. spoken to that's, each other. That's not something that they ha- wouldn't have talked about like prior, right? Like this Russia Russia has been a, has been a big thing. Like, I'm, I'm say, I'm well, so Pence flipped week. his stance on Tuesday night. Pence was pro-Russia. Now he's anti-Russia. Right. So that is something that has happened recently that I think Trump could say, well, we haven't talked about it yeah. because it happened last week. And we've been in a we, we've both been giving each other the silent treatment since. I also don't think like I, I think there might be some like a bit of credence to the to the rumors that Trump was upset. But I don't I don't I think that was blown out of proportion. Like, I think I absolutely think he was upset. I absolutely like it, if you look at his personality, he would be very I think I think it was blown out of blown out of proportion about like especially once he found out that like 38 million people watched that debate I, I think mean, that might have what? actually made it better <laughs> yeah, probably assuaged it that's less than half of who watched the, the, the Trump right, Clinton exactly. debate like, that's nothing <laughs> um, that's true yeah I guess but, I mean, that's just a lot of people to have think the other guy is I better I get that on season premieres and season finales of The Apprentice okay um <laughs> Actually, the ratings for it is while we while we're talking about it. While I'm talking about it, let me go back to my topic that I've been talking about all day. Anyway, uh, 84 million people watched the last debate. If it gets to 88.6 million for this one, which there's got, I mean, ratings have to go up, right? It's got to go up for this one. After that tape came out, I mean, everyone's waiting for that. Yeah, that's a good point. Moment. They didn't talk about it though. But I mean, that's why you're tuning in, though. I think you know. Yeah. No, you're right. Well, not us, but that's why you know. I would think extra people who didn't watch maybe the last one. Uh, but 88.6 million would be enough to get it to be in a tie for number 19 as the most watched program in U.S. history. It would join 
just a bunch of Super Bowls in the series finale of MASH in the top 20. I think it's going to get there. Yeah? How high do you think it's going to go? 90. I'm going to say 90. 90? Mm-hmm. You Mark got a guess? Down. Mark it down. We'll revisit this. Uh, well, yeah, I'm writing it down right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think? What do you think? Naim Siddiqui? Uh, 89. Wait, wait, wait. What was number 19? 88.6? 88.6 would be a tie for number 19. What's, what's number 20? 88.5. Uh, and they don't seem to do it to two decimals, so you got 92.3. 92.3? Sounds like an FM station that plays just like country. Uh, country yeah. in, uh, oh, in St. Country. Louis. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. All right, what do you uh, think, Alex? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Actually, I'm gonna take the over on this one. I'm gonna say uh, 94 mil. 94. Okay, so I'm at 90. We got a 92 and a 94. Yep. All right. So the, we'll uh, the numbers will come out tomorrow, right? How stupid one of or so. three of us look. <laughs> yeah, right. Are we doing prices right rules? By the way, no, no, no. It's not prices right rules. Yeah, I mean, no, look, we're not we're doing not, prices right. It's not, it's not like that. Like, <laughs> it's not that big a deal either way. <laughs> All right, I guess I'm the only one who wants to win. All right, fine. <laughs> you guys are losers. Uh, speaking, you guys of, are voting for Clinton. Speaking oh. of speaking of winning, let's talk uh, a little bit about uh, who won the body language. Is that a good segue? I don't know. Um, no, yeah, but, it's close enough. Close but as, enough. as far as like, like camera placement and stuff like that, we talked a little bit uh, in the in the pre-debate stuff about how Bill Clinton uh, in his '92 debate against uh, against uh, George Bush Senior, um, who was just called George Bush at the time, uh, practiced with like fake cameras and and so he'd know where to stand to look to look the most powerful and make and make Bush look the weakest. And you know, so we said, he he actually said and he built an entire fake set. Yeah. So it, with, with stools and cameras, fake yeah. cameras and everything, he ninja warriored it basically. Yeah, and uh, this is this is my favorite my favorite little piece of trivia from that. The actual debate <laughs> uh, forgot stools, so they actually used the stools that Clinton was using for prep in the actual debate. Well, that's home field. Home field advantage. <laughs> it's like home field advantage. Um, <laughs> yeah, that is home field. So, so, so yeah. yeah. So, so in in the in the pre-show, we were saying that we think uh, Hillary Clinton is going to take a take a page from Bill's book, do that mm-hmm. same sort of prep, and I'm sure she did that same sort of prep. Um, we both said that, uh, at least I, I know I said it. I don't remember. I don't remember if you agreed or not, Dan. That um, that Hillary was going to be coming out on top because of that preparation, and she was going to be hitting the camera angles. Um, but that Trump, you know, as as somebody who is a celebrity used to camera stuff, usually used to having cameras put in his put it in his face. But it might also work to his favor because he's somebody who knows you know how to perform right. on camera. He's a guy who's who spent a lot of his time, a lot of his career perform, be, being a person on camera. Um, right. I personally was in a position where I only listened to most of the debate, so I didn't really see most of the body language. So I'll I'll like defer to you two for that. What did you? Uh, think Dan about about like sort of how Clinton and Trump convey body language. So I the the first thing I noticed uh, is that when Trump was speaking, 
uh, Hillary would be listening. She she went back and kind of like perched on her little stool that was like a half chair, half half stool, uh, and would listen and would actually be facing the camera basically the entire time with her eyes pointed at Trump and responding uh, with her face. She was she was off with a smirk. She was absolutely jimmying the camera. Right. Yeah. Exactly. She was she was playing it the entire time because she knew that there would there would be a side by side. And uh, she she would be in, in frame. What's interesting is I think Alex or, or you might have brought this up is that Donald Trump figured that out based on a based on the fact that she did it in the first debate the exact same thing. So he was waving his hands to get in her shot while, while he was talking. So yeah, that the brilliant. camera had to pan in to her and then it would defocus and they had to cut away from her while he was speaking. It was a it was a really interesting kind of uh, like secondary debate going on uh there so that was that was what was happening when trump was speaking and then when or yeah when trump was speaking when clinton was speaking trump i don't think he sat once in the entire debate he was he would walk around he was always walking around he's always moving i did watch like, leaning a few minutes i was able to i was able to actually watch and he was definitely like doing a lot of walking around like right. pacing yeah. around the camera yeah, yeah. Especially at the at the end of it, which made him look nervous, which isn't good. Yeah, definitely. But definitely. Well, well, she, she's she's standing in one spot, and and in that frame, you see like the Trump moving back and forward, well, well, back pacing and, a, yeah. a little bit yeah. of that. But like in in her oneer, like behind her, you see uh, her oneer, which is a little bit of an industry term. But like in her in her one shot, the the shot of her, you right. see the like the big blue. It's an industry term. You're, you're a podcaster, but. I, I'm a media major. Um, oh, fair enough. Um, you see uh, uh, a big, um, like the big, you know, the big blue thing that I think has the, the preamble to the Constitution on it. I assume or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, the background. The background, yeah. and you see like her on the background, and and Trump is like always moving around. So sometimes you'll see, you'll see people behind him. Sometimes you'll see that background. Sometimes like sometimes I don't know. Like sometimes you'll see uh like <laughs> equipment like it's he he's always like he was always moving around but but i think clinton was was sure to be for that so that her shot would have the background on it which i think right. is is a stronger background right is something that like this is this is something that you recognize as presidential debate like is this background like i think i've been using this background for the well last no because there were times when she would because when she would get she got a question from uh our left, right, right, right. Um, the moderator's left, and she was going directly to that section of the crowd. When, when, she, when she when she answered a question, yeah, but when she was when she was sitting and she was just getting that one shot of the side with her responding like nodding on Trump, you see her with the thing. And when Trump, oh, Trump was responding, he did not always have that behind him. Sometimes he did, sometimes yeah. he didn't. So I think I she, she, I she. But was, I think it was. Which I mean, I, it was I, really effective though. Uh, in getting into her shot, yeah, absolutely. Though, and being so, is, like is leaning that a good behind, thing or, or, or a bad thing though, because I noticed that Trump would, like, basically the biggest dichotomy I saw was when Trump was speaking, Clinton was listening. Mm-hmm. When Clinton was speaking, Trump had his back to her. Did you notice that he would, like, yeah. she would be speaking, and he would be leaning on the back of his chair, looking straight forward, not at her, not even paying attention to her at all. And I think that that actually works in her favor. And the, because but, but I, cause I, know, I know, like, because again, the few minutes that I watched, I noticed she would be turned towards the audience, and he would he would be looking at her a little bit, but he would be in the shot in the background of the shot. And the question is, like, you know, does that 
is that so projecting... he, he did that at the end yeah, yeah. i think is he it... kind of broke down at the end right yeah, yeah yeah and i think it's it's projecting like is he does it project i'm in the background does it project i'm looming i think at the end it projects more i'm in the background of than than looming you know or right. if you've done it more earlier on that would be more of a looming type thing um mm-hmm. but but that's another thing is as i i know that you uh i think you guys were talking about this where where clinton was addressing the audience and trump was addressing clinton and the moderators Right, exactly. Trump, multiple times Sometimes. in the debate. Yeah. No, no. So I, I also noticed this. Trump, uh, he, at first, when somebody asked him a question, he would look at them for as long as he could. Basically, it kind of seemed like a kid with ADHD, you know. And you say, okay, right, yeah. for as long. He as got he off could. that Muslim girl real quick. Yeah, he yeah. did. So he he would yeah. he would respond to the person. He would look at them and speak to to the person who asked the question, like you're supposed to do for as long as he possibly could. And then as soon as he pivoted to Hillary Clinton, he would basically turn around and like uh, an old in, like inspector detective in London would point at the murder victim, Hillary Clinton, and say, it was you in the living room with the candlestick. It was That's like that kind of thing. He would dead. just, he would turn around and just look at her and shout things at her. And then if... uh if any of the moderators tried to say anything, he would look at them and speak to them as well. Where is Hillary Clinton? I think whenever she was speaking, she was looking at the audience. She was moving around. She was quite calm. And I don't think she ever really looked at Donald Trump for an extended period of time. So I oh, think she, she actually, for a lot of her answers, she wasn't moving around. She was actually staying in one place. She'd get up because she was always sitting during, during Trump's time and right. then walk to where the question had been asked and stand like in place and answer. But actually it was, she was not too dynamic in, in, you know, like her movement. I don't think. Well, I, don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know that dynamic. Was I don't know that matters, but well, I didn't, I didn't mean because... during the answer. I meant like in, like when she was like, she, she oh, had a, okay, a certain so dynamic of like moving to answer the question and then would respond. And I think she moved back over when she would respond to like a moderator follow-up or something like that. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, she, she did go a good back job the, of, she of placing herself while she was speaking. That's what I meant to say. Um, gotcha. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know that she needed to be dynamic, especially as a counterpoint to Trump, who's often dynamic, and you know, tonight came off a little bit erratic, even, um, especially you know, and, and <laughs> accusatory, attacking that kind of thing. Yeah, I think that, she like actually that. baited him into that, mm-hmm. and I think if we're talking about what oh, are going to be the big man. stories tomorrow, in the same way that in the previous debate. It was him interrupting her. I think this next one is going to be him just like looking over and pointing his finger and yelling at her because that, well, the thing that is, though, seemed to play. I think with um, with Clinton though not moving all that much, uh, you're saying I'm not sure how important that is. I mean, she is still overcoming health concerns, you know, valid or not. I mean, that's that's been a storyline for a while, so. I, I don't. I, I don't, don't know. Think, I, I think, think that, she, I think it would be helpful yeah, to move. I don't think that's it. I don't like. I, I don't think she. I don't think Trump like, moved sickly. that much more yeah. than she did. Well, I don't think she does. No, I'm not saying that. I think that she. I, that I think she was standing in place because she's, you know, uh, on the verge of right. collapse. Well, I, I, I'm saying I, I, I that, posi- that maybe a little bit of movement would, you know, uh, maybe kind of. That's not the person she's ever been, right? Like because then then it would seem like she's overcompensating. I guess for that. Yeah, and this you is know. like we. I feel like we're ignoring the fact that this is a woman who had like stand up walking pneumonia and still went to the nine eleven memorial. Like she's not someone who's gonna like 
try, try to prevent herself from, I guess, collapsing. Like she's she's not really concerned with her health when it comes to like winning the presidency. Like she'd much rather win. So, but what I, what I did notice it, regarding Hillary Clinton's health, I think Donald Trump standing the entire time was part of that. I think they were trying to. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. With with Trump That's standing why he was behind his chair. So much too. Yeah. He was he was the powerful one who didn't need a chair in between questions, whereas Hillary was this right. weak person who had to sit because she's so frail and fragile and old. And I definitely think that that's something that that the the Trump campaign rehearsed is okay, Donald. You're never going to actually use your chair. You're going to be moving and standing the entire time. I'm yeah. going to be the healthiest president ever. Right. As his doctor said so. His doctor right. and then in, and then his doctor's wife got tweet of the night. Not tonight, but that night. Big wet ass. <laughs> <laughs> tweet. So. Oh, Spoon, you said um, the, uh, about trying to, uh, trying to bait Trump a little bit. Do you think, that final question, name something that you guys respect about the other. And she says, I really respect Donald Trump's children. His kids, blah blah blah. Do you think that was? She's uh, trying to get him to say he wants to have sex with his daughter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you yeah that's where that was going. Actually, a question. I don't think she was. I think no, she was I don't very think sincere. That was. That was. That was, that was my question to draw attention well, to the fact that he wants to fuck his daughter. Yeah. yeah no, I, don't, <laughs> I was kidding. I don't, without uh, having to say it. Uh, but you know, the camera that goes then to to his daughter is who is a beautiful woman. Um, it's strange. She was my daughter. Often he would, tells yeah. me that. Yeah, it is. It's but, strange. But you know, oh, who's, yeah. I wonder if you know. You know who was missing from that shot, though. This is uh, the other Trump daughter. Yeah, Tiffany. I don't know. If, I don't yeah. know if that was intentional. I don't know if like Clinton looked up there beforehand and was like, "One of them's missing. I'm going to put a shot on it." Wink. Right now. Or but the one he wants to bone is right there. Oh yeah, right in the middle, right in um, between the brothers. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I it's. I mean, it's it's you know, putting the shot on on uh, on. His daughter, uh, on the piece of ass, piece of ass. His words, not mine. His words, not mine. <laughs> Those aren't his words, aren't they? Oh yeah, my they god. <laughs> um, but no, she she's clearly the most visible member of like of his children. Like she's the most visible of his children. Um, yeah. So like, because well, she's the smart one. Right. Yeah. No. He, like she and she was like. She I don't know. Was... Tiffany wasn't in the shot. She seems like a real smart one right now. <laughs> I, I gotta tell you. <laughs> but no. Like Ivanka was like Ivanka was like on the like she was one of the you know apprentice people. Like she was on the apprentice for like a long yeah. time with him. Like she is. Like she is. She's like the public face of the company, basically. Yeah. When she, he's she's not. she. Well, yeah. Because she's also probably the most attractive of the, of the people. Like it's just true. Um, and that uh, helps. No, I meant she's the public face, like not just because she's got right. a pretty face, but uh, rather. Right. Yeah. No, I understand, but like also the pretty face doesn't hurt. Yeah. Right. Like. Um, yeah. But. Uh, yeah, she's. I mean, I, she like she yeah she she is she is very clearly the the most like like I said the most visible of of the Trump family besides obviously Donald himself. So it would make sense to go to her, like even even if it's not a thing about about how he wants to bone his daughter, which is well, really sure, weird, but, guys. But it's really Hillary weird. did not have to. I, she could have said any number of things. I respect how he, you know, clearly believes in second chances, and if you <laughs> if at first you don't succeed, try try again. I mean, she could have taken any number of digs at him. You yeah, know, but, but, or, but I think I mean I don't or know. Or even even said something nice. 
but instead, but like, like you know, go to the family where it's like he's had all these weird issues with his family. But I, lately, but I think so. I think she I think I think I don't know I think she was being honest and did say something fairly nice. And I think because I don't know I think I think I think if Donald Trump was not their father, the Trumps would not be supporting Donald Trump. Like that's which you know yeah, maybe maybe like maybe that right. pro- you know pro- probably right. Like, I think I think I think they're all smarter than that. And well, just, Ivanka certainly. I mean, yeah, Ivanka exactly, right? And there's is and basically a Democrat. Yeah, like, exactly. And there's in all this, but name. They're supporting this guy because he's their dad, and they have to. And like, right? Look, this is this and, is the business move. And Hillary's right. I mean, that does speak a lot to Donald Trump. The fact that uh, they probably abhor all of his policies, but they're still there because uh, he's their dad. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I I think I think I think she was being sincere in what she said. And it was really weird how Donald Trump was like, I'm going to take that as a compliment. It's like, yeah, because the dude asked you to compliment each other. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. a compliment. It though. was a compliment. Like, that's what that I don't, was. I think, I think she was just shrewdly. I think she was shrewdly maybe, reminding maybe, us. Maybe a little bit. But weird family does issues. She, does she have to? Like Donald Trump volunteers it all the time. Right. Exactly. All the time. All the time. Without provocation. <laughs> like it's it's not. <laughs> Like, why would she need to, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Just one last, you know, one parting shot, I think. I don't know, maybe she was, you know, it's entirely possible she was struggling to find anything about him personally to actually say, and so it's like, well, maybe I'll compliment these other people as a as a way of getting around having right. to compliment him, I, but I don't know, I think that there's a reason, know, you know, com- com- she knew she knew the camera was going to go to them. Compl- right, right, but complimenting someone's kids is... is... A like, universal thing. Yeah, well, not just universal thing, but also like, sure. that, that's a compliment to the parent, right? She said, she said, Donald Trump clearly raised these good children, right? Like, she said right. that. Yes. So, I'll like, tell you that's... what. I don't think this is the first abhorrent person that she has used that line on. I mean, she was Secretary <laughs> of State. I will bet you that that was like, a, like something in her back pocket whenever she went to like these countries with the dictators and things like that. She probably said, you know what? You have lovely children. Yeah, she told Kim Jong-il, <laughs> wait. She told Saddam... Oh, God damn. No, um... <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Name a leader. Name a leader. <laughs> Name a leader you respect, Naim. <laughs> <laughs> name, just name a leader. <laughs> just just name a leader. Just one world leader. My name is Chris Matthews. <laughs> um, but uh, it's, it's weird how many uh, dictators' kids uh, grew up to be dictatorial. Uh, or maybe not yeah, that Yeah, isn't weird. that weird? Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's just a little weird. Just a little weird. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll bet you, though. I'll bet you that's like her back pocket. Like, uh... Like ace in the hole kind yeah. of compliment. Yeah, like but your anybody. kids, your kids are great, man. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, love your kids. <laughs> it's also like it's kind of a backhanded thing, a little bit. Like I can't think of something to like about you, so I have to, like, yeah. go one right. step further I and mean, think about I mean, the people that you. Yeah, raised. no, and then that, that's what that's what Alex is saying, right? Is it, that is a backhanded right. thing, and and I get that, but on some level, yeah. it's also like it's it it's I can see it as sincerely like I don't know, maybe I'm just the the dude tonight who like is like no guys, like they're all just trying to be nice people. Um, but uh, I can, no, I can no. S- this are, first of all, has Hillary Clinton ever done anything in her life that was not calculated? That's, that's like, this, yes. this is not a woman who is spontaneous. Yes. What yes. Oh, having Chelsea? Is that- <laughs> so I was going to say. Sure. Yeah, I I don't think she she calculated the the emails well. That's what I'll say. <laughs> fair enough. That's fair, that's fair. But it was a calculated move. It, it was, was a, a calculated, it was a calculated move. move to it? you know, it was a miscalculated move. Right. But, I, I, but no, this is this, you know, nothing happens around like, her. This is like, I fucked you know. up. Like this is, I'll tell you what, this has been a nightmare for me. Not doing this again. 
I am not doing yeah. any anything related to emails. I'm just using fucking Snapchat at this point. <laughs> just because everything should delete in five seconds. That was, that right, was, exactly. that, was a, that was a legit joke she made. Which they might, let you know when they when someone like takes it. a screenshot of it too, so you're fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you you know you know when the Russians have screenshotted your Snapchats. Yeah, exactly. hey, it'll let you know. Speaking of Russia, uh, you know who doesn't know about Russia? <laughs> oh, Donald you know Trump. who does not know about Russia? I know nothing about Russia. I know I know about Russia, but I know nothing about the inner workings of Russia. I don't deal there. I have no businesses. That I have no loans from Russia. I- this is pretty amazing. He he writes his own attack ads. Have you yeah. noticed that? Yeah. Right? No, and, well, that, that's yeah. like, right. I mean, that, was, that was a big thing. Astounding. That was a big thing in, in the previous debate. It was like, she's running such horrible attacks, and Hillary Clinton's like, I'm just playing your words, man. Like, right, exactly. It's like, you have very hurtful ads against me. It's like, have you heard yourself? Have you ever listened back to anything you've said? I just, I love this with the Russia thing where he, he catches himself. He realizes that he yeah. said something kind of dumb. He's like, oh, you know, it's not what I meant. It's true. And then he goes on to explain it in a way that makes it sound as if that's exactly what he meant. Like, that's the problem. <laughs> I don't know anything about Russia. Well, wait, I mean, I know Russia. Well, I don't know, like, Russia, Russia. Like, what yeah. do you, I mean, what... I'm, I'm you're not the, walking this back. I mean, I've, the, I've seen Doctor Zhivago, but like beyond that, clues. <laughs> uh, by the way, so this this was this was following uh, after he said we don't know if the hacks are Russian. Uh, after the U.S. intelligence community and Department we don't know if there Homeland are security. hacks. Uh, well, the the wait, what? He said that at, at one point during the debate. We'd, maybe they're maybe they're not even hacks. Right when right. the the intelligence committee and uh, Department of Home Security put out a joint statement on Friday that Russia is behind this year's campaign of hacks and the release of information related to the 2016 campaign. Of course, it was Friday, and I'm sure Donald Trump was pretty busy on Friday with other things, <laughs> so maybe that didn't cut across his desk. <laughs> oh, it's, um, it's definitely on his desk. He just hasn't gotten there yet. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's, very possible he just very possible he just hasn't seen yet that they said in, in unequivocally that there were definitely that was definitely Russia hacking. Well, did they did they tweet that out at three a.m. because that's when he would have seen it. Right, he's <laughs> he'd have answered the call at three a.m. He'd have answered the, he'd answered the tweet at three a.m. Um, also, do, do you think do you think at this point the Department of Homeland Security should just at the Donald Trump or at real Donald Trump. At, at Hi. real Donald Trump, yeah. Yeah. That's how we should get his security briefings because you know he checks his mentions. His DMs. His DMs, though. It's got to be DMs. Right. It's, it's got to be on the DL, on the DMs. Um, and then also, he said he has no no businesses in Russia. Uh, this is from Elise Hu, NPR, an international correspondent. I'm reading the NPR fact check. He doesn't have current business ties with Russia, but he has tried to engage in business in Russia since the 80s. He explored in the 90s, having the Trump Organization take part in hotel development projects. In 08, the Trump Organization tried to build elite residences in Moscow. Trump said to a real estate publication, the Russian market is attracted to me. I have, giant, I have a great relationship with many Russians, and almost all the oligarchs were in the room. And uh, and Eric Trump has also bragged about their their Russian relations. As yeah. Well. So you know, or was it Don Trump I mean, Jr.? It's, I can't remember. It was one yeah, of one of his one, sons. one of the sons. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Which you know, one of them's definitely a lie, and you just don't know which one, right? Like maybe he has no no ties to Russia at all, but he's definitely been to Russia and explored. Like we've like this is this is fact that he's explored having the Trump Organization take part in development projects, tried to try to build real estate. We don't know if he all the oligarchs were in the room or if what. Donald Trump Jr. or Eric Trump or whoever it was said was true, but he definitely 
has done dealings in Russia, even if they were not successful. Sure, but things like, you know, 80s, 90s stuff that, I mean, that, that effectively doesn't count. 2008. That, that's, well, I know, so, it's only the one, though, is what I'm saying. It's that, you know, they listed all these other ones, like, yeah. oh my god, going back to the 80s, it's like, well, sure, okay, sure, it's a different sure. fucking but, country. Like, it doesn't matter. It, it like, also, and, you know, so him trying to do business there doesn't necessarily mean that he knows what he's doing there. But he said, he, he said I don't so he deal can, there. Yeah, oh, oh, you think it's a, you so think it's can, a, it's a Bluth family situation so in Iraq? He, could, he, can, he can not know anything about Russia and also try to do well, business in to Russia. To be fair, I don't think he knows what he's doing anywhere. <laughs> well, um, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, he definitely knows what he's doing when he's uh, trying to use his celebrity to get with women. I'll tell you that much. Uh, or we know that for a daughter. fact. He has, um, a, he has a plan. Yeah. We've heard his plan. It's a... Uh, Six it's it's a two-part plan. It's really it's like no, it's a five-word plan. It's a great plan. I can't tell you about it. Yeah. Did we did we talk about taxes? It's, it's a really it's really really a plan. It's really really a plan. We, we've uh, I don't think we need to talk about it. Everybody who's listening to this knows what happened. Yeah. All right. I think uh, if you don't just just Google uh, Washington Post <laughs> Entertainment Tonight Billy Bush. That's all you need to know. <laughs> 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 also, I just want to point out uh David Farentold, the the same guy Farenthold. who Farenthold, Farenthold. I, I I've heard know, it both ways. Keep keep Uh so anyway, the Washington Post writer uh is just amazing. He's he's re- he did all this research on uh the Trump Foundation, on how it's not an actual charity, on how it's uh, been paying off Trump's legal bills, on how it held fundraisers and and bought paintings for Donald Trump from Donald Trump, things like that, of Donald Trump. Uh, and he he actually was the same guy who published this this story on Friday about the the leaked Entertainment Tonight uh, hot mic stuff, where Donald Trump said all this horrible stuff about about women. So he has uh, done some amazing reporting, both on like very in both in very detailed reporting and also just like publishing a thing of audio. What's sad is. He actually, uh, I think Donald Trump has gotten in more trouble with this one story that David Farenthold uh, reported on Friday about about Donald Trump's statements against women than the months and months and months of work that that David did uh, to to uncover all this uh, Trump Foundation stuff. Yeah, yeah, and the Trump Foundation stuff, which we talked about uh, last last episode. Um, assuming it was released, um, was uh, like what was huge, right? Like that was and didn't come up, didn't come up tonight, by the way, which was which was a little odd, weird that it did come up uh, on the VP debate, but wasn't actually brought up. Which is like it's it's baffling that this is not like bigger well, news. What a like, missed opportunity that was. Oh, that, that, do you think clown Tim? King. Oh my I god! Was, I was, Why did you not? I was so like you guys you guys know i was so upset but i was so upset like even 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 if i was not a you know a supporter of his ticket like that's like that's a that's a softball like that's mm-hmm. that's yeah, right over right there plate. right there for the taking yeah no that's it that's one of those moments where honestly i i can't help but feel that they were just like all right look if we bring up them they're gonna come back with us we're gonna come back with the clinton foundation let's just not bring it up you know, and they're not going to be so stupid as to bring it up themselves. So let's just not prepare for it. So when it did, when the moment happened, it was like I don't, but there's, I don't know there's, how to handle there's, this. Yeah, there's like not prepare for, but like you're like you're a human being, right? Like you you should know how to right. jump yeah. on this kind of thing. It's not no, I, I agree. jump on. I just don't like. 
this is yeah, yeah. I, I, I it was a so tim kane has marching orders and he wasn't going to divert from right but he, he he got caught rubioing right like he got he really did like, he did yeah. no, right. let's I mean, dispel this yeah so so this is actually this actually brings us to a really interesting point that i uh i heard recently just after the after this debate but i wanted to bring up to both of you uh surprise segment um how do you judge the winner of a debate do you think it was the person who did the best uh like right there in the debate stage or do you think it's the person who came out with the better media story well i think i think generally it's it's you know it, it depends right it, it can it can vary like the one drives the other yeah well, well it, so so uh for the the reason i'm asking this is because we were talking about the, the vice presidential debate mm-hmm. in which i think pence won the night mm-hmm. but kane won the, oh, yeah. the story so for the next couple of days it was yeah pence won the debate but there are all of these moments of pence lying and lying and lying mm-hmm. all over the place and kane got him there kane was the one who pushed him to say that's just not true tim and stuff like that that the clinton campaign can then use on ads for the next two or three weeks right so it's who so i think i think kane won the media story i think uh pence won the night so if we're talking about this debate do we think Donald Trump won the night and Clinton wins the story? Do we think Donald Trump won both? Do we think Clinton won both? Do we think Clinton so, won the so night? I, and, I, I think and Trump I, won the story. I think I think it varies from from to, from debate to debate, right? Like because right. it can, well, it can you know, yeah, what what they say, like like I mean, expectations going in, right? Like like depending on how expectations are. So there was very little expectation for the vice presidential debate. We expected Tim Kaine to be America's dad and Mike Pence to be America's stepdad. Um, and you know not, neither i don't think either really did that like they they did something kind of completely different um but with with the two presidential debates it's you know it's been this is what hillary needs to do and this is what trump needs to do and hillary has mostly done what she needs to do and trump has not and so that's like it's 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 clear that she on some of the wins wins the night because again clinton clinton needed to you know we said uh before the show you know she needs to um do most of what she did in the previous debate stay on stay on message um which is which is what she's done be be the statesman but maybe be a little bit less uh um what's the word arrogant than uh than she was in the, in the previous debate whereas trump needs to be calmer than he has been and he was not right like that's very clear that he was not uh, I'm, I'm not sure that you can say definitively that clinton won tonight because yeah. the people who well, I, yeah, I don't think you can say it, i don't think you say a lot of things definitively <laughs> like it's stuff well uh, yeah i well i would i guess what i mean is uh, i don't think she won tonight because yeah. i think that a lot of the things that you're talking about where it's like oh he, trump seems so erratic oh what was he doing he's walking around i think a lot of people are just to look at that and say he was being tough he held her to you know some standard, you know, blah right. blah blah. See, he kept going I, back I think, to, think, to, think, to hammering her on these you have, things. You have to look at these these from the perspective of the of the undecided voter, and the undecided voter thinks Clinton's yeah, arrogant, and they think Trump's an asshole. Yeah, I think that you know, I don't think that there were any times when she was not looking per, like particularly humble. I mean, I think you know, a lot of times she's in there listening to his answers with a smirk on her face. I mean, yeah, she looked. There were a lot of times when she looked super well, arrogant, and there yeah. were a lot of times when Trump would have would have looked super like he looked tough. 
and that's how that's going to play. Yeah, I don't, so I don't, I don't think I don't, I don't think I don't think anybody thinks Donald Trump isn't tough, right? Like t- tough is not something that he needs to look like. He needs to look uh, poised is what he needs to look like to to an undecided. No, he look. doesn't. This is the problem. This is the problem that people keep having with him, and this is why like he he has surprised people time and time and time and time and time and time again. Because there's some weird expectation, like, oh, this is you've got to look this particular way in order to continue to be successful in these campaigns, and he's not done it. No, I don't think that that's true. I don't but, think he did but, no, people but he, look he, like super poised. He he's been less successful in the national campaign, um, in as as the Republican nominee than he was uh, in the primaries. Right. Latest LA Times poll had him up three percent. Now I know you're going to say aggregate is not. As, as strong an outlook for him that Clinton's were up on that. But still, I mean, the fact that the latest poll from a major news organization had it's him also, actually up, I mean, that's pretty surprising, right? Like, So, no, because the LA Times has a, a very severe Republican bias. Uh, that that uh, I think it's called the Daybreak poll. That's the one you're talking about. That is pretty much always pro-Trump. Um, so it's not... And it's, I think it's rated like a B or a B minus by 538 as far as like consistency goes, just because of the fact that they yeah. don't respect demographics very well. So there are a lot of uh, significant swings based on, I think there's like one black guy. So if he changes his mind, like suddenly every black guy is going to vote for Trump. Um, but that, that Daybreak poll uh, has, I think, a four, uh, four point Republican Trump bias. So if it's plus three for Clinton, or if pl- plus three for Trump, that would suggest that, I think it was like plus 12 for Trump a couple weeks ago. So that mm-hmm. isn't necessarily a good thing. Right, that's the thing, right? If it's plus three for Trump, that means, that means it's, it's, it's gone down. Right, we're, um, tra- we're talking about, if, are we talking about momentum, or are we talking about just like this one poll that is known to have Republican bias, having Trump up plus three? Uh, I don't necessarily think that that's as representative of the American population as uh, the aggregate. If you're looking at the New York Times aggregate from Upshot, or you're looking at 538, or you're looking at at any of the others. Um, Also, polls tend to have about a week delay. So what we're getting right now is reflective of five days ago, six days ago, which was around the VP debate, which is when Pence won. So it doesn't surprise me to see Donald Trump up from there. What will be interesting is in the next week, if we see polls that have Trump going up, that I think is going to be very concerning for Democrats because that would suggest that Trump actually won the debate. So if by Friday the polls have tightened, then we have uh, some trouble for for Clinton supporters. Yeah, and I got to tell you, I mean, I think that there's a very good chance that's what you're going to see. I think the town hall style plays to Trump's strengths. Actually, and so you think Trump that, won? That is, by the way, that's what we said. Yeah, before. I think I think that he did. I think you know, I don't think it was uh, you know a knockout, but yeah, I think you go to cards. I think he won. Yeah. We definitely, by the way, did say beforehand that 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 town hall could play to Trump's strengths. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it totally does. Yeah. I mean, he's able to. He's moving around. He's you know he's 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 wheeling and dealing. He's coking and joking, man. That's like you know he seems like a real natural. And then you know he's got. And you know, often yeah, there's that. He's probably literally coking and joking, but um, but no, you've got you know a lot of times where Clinton's sitting, smirking, like yeah, there are people. She's not a particularly likable candidate, right? So when you have like that 
that shot of her like with a smug smirk on her face, like, yeah, I think there are a lot of people who are, are turned off by that. And it doesn't matter. The, the, the content doesn't matter. Right. It never matters. No, right? one, but, no one remembers no. the content from a debate. So right. let me ask you a question uh, regarding content. What do you remember from the first debate? Because what I remember yeah, yeah, is, yeah, is yeah, the shimmy <laughs> and, uh, and Donald sniffing and... Um, the Miss America or the, the Miss Universe candidate. The Miss World. What was it? Miss, Miss Universe. Miss Universe. Miss Universe. Universe, yeah. And that, then that's only, that, that was a, a thing for the next week, right? And it was at the right. very end of the debate. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, the things that came yeah. out of that were Clinton shimmy. And Trump interrupting. Trump interrupting. Trump interrupting and, uh, and Donald Trump sniffing. So by that metric there's, well there's no there was no new policy right like there's nothing new because right. because we're we, not going to get we're not going to well, get new stuff from either of these candidates well right well cuz we'll, because because again once again we're not the target for these debates we like we watch these debates cuz we're politically minded we are people who fall but like, the target is undecided voters nothing's nothing about this debate is going to sway us and the point of a debate is to sway somebody and we're right, not but, we're like the three of us the three of us talking right now are not going to be swayed <laughs> like that's not going to happen we're not going to we're probably we're almost definitely not going to be swayed by donald trump unless hillary clinton shoots somebody in the middle of fifth avenue and then maybe right. maybe just but, maybe we'll <laughs> so wait, wait wait hold on hold on hold on let me repeat the question what what do you remember about the first debate <laughs> Was... Uh, Lester Holt was bad. Yeah, Sounds fair. I mean, I told you what I remembered, but I want to know what you guys remember. Uh, yeah, I remember Lester. No, sniffing is like the big thing. Well, I, yeah, the, the I, sniffing I, is I like really the, sniffing, the big. I said big interrupting. Uh, Lester Holt yeah. got walked over. Um, yeah, yeah. Moderators really good tonight. I like the yeah. Like this is, I'm trying to think about anything policy said, but I can't. Like it all rolls over because I know all the policy stuff for the most part. Like all right. you know. So, so then, what do you think are going to be the big takeaways from this debate? Can you point to any events like that in this? Oh, one? absolutely! Yeah, absolutely, you can. We, we Donald Trump. We didn't talk about the model. Dunked, absolutely dunked on Clinton. Posterized the shit out of her with, because you'd be in jail. There's you that is again. that's going to be the the the, the thing uh, we remember. I thought you had that one. I thought I had it. I don't. I mean, I even put the thing up about. I even basically told you I was going to say those words about dunking on in the chat when I posted the fucking picture. Of... <laughs> uh, they're called emojis. <laughs> Whatever the fuck it is. Sure. And I posted the emoji of the of the person. Oh yeah, dunking. I have it. I have it right here. Yeah. <clears throat> it's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Yeah, because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. That's a great line. I mean, I don't care. We want to remind the audience to please not uh, talk out loud. Please do not applaud. You're just wasting time. It's just awfully good that someone oh, with the temperament of Donald Trump. I have it on loop. Okay. Yeah. There's the, no way. Uh, There's no way that's not the memorable line of the no, night. He, I, he, I love what he, else could it possibly be? Is he, it going to be Hillary Clinton being like, oh, sorry to correct you again, Donald? No, it's not going to be. It's going to be, I'm, I would throw you in jail. That's he, awesome. He, I don't know. He, he had a, a debate. He had, so, a couple of, he had a couple of good zingers. Yeah, he, he, had, he had some good zingers at the beginning. He, he definitely, like, kind of, I think, ran through his clip by, like, 30 minutes in. Yeah, it sounds fair. Yeah. 
That sounds fair. <laughs> um, uh, so I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think kind of, I love Anderson, Anderson Cooper in that, in that clip. Uh, he says, I'd like to remind the audience to please, please be silent. Just wasting time. Yeah. Wasting but time. you could, you could tell like in his voice was a God damn it guys. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like this. It was, he basically was going to do like the teacher. I'll wait. Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> that would be the only other option for it. <laughs> well, it wasn't. It wasn't like it, it wasn't the first time that they had to say it, right? And they had to say it like <laughs> once or twice in the previous debate. Like, yeah, yeah it's. <laughs> but I would like to think that the, there were a bunch of Clinton supporters who clapped at that because they were like, "Damn, <laughs> like so, that's, Yoda. That like, is that's that is that is straight buyer." <laughs> I actually <laughs> don't think. I don't. I don't, I don't think that would be the night. I don't, I don't think that would be what happens. And I, I don't think that's the. Uh, the moment i'm gonna be honest it's such a good sound clip. oh my god it's such a good sound bite it's so perfect it is such it's, a good sound bite but it doesn't have any follow-up like you, you can do one story about it and that's that does not a media cycle make in my opinion i don't know we talked about his we talked about trump's sniffing for a week like yeah that's true but we also talked about alicia machado which was definitely like the number one story and you know i think i think the number one story going into this debate was Trump's sexism based on the thing that came out on Friday. Right. Yeah. And I think throughout the debate, we mentioned this earlier, Trump was looking at Hillary and essentially yelling at her. And I think that is going to be spun as look at this clearly sexist guy yelling at the first female nominee. I think that's what, I think that's the story right there. Well, uh, I, don't, I don't know. That's what that, I was, that was the story, kind of the story last time. Which, right. I mean, yeah. maybe, maybe well, it worked that time. Why wouldn't it work this time? I mean, there's more gasoline on this fire now. Yeah, maybe. You know what I mean? And also, there's there's been all these stories. Yeah, but there's less there's less there's less wood though. It's already burned out, right? So it's like you pour a little bit of gas on, flame goes up for a second, dies off pretty quickly, right? This, there's this less is, fuel. This is how metaphors die: is when you try to continue them. <laughs> right, no, <laughs> not you. Well, I was gonna I was start, I was gonna start doing I was gonna start doing Shakespeare. Uh, it's, it's one of the sonnets that time of year thou mayst in me behold and at the end he says that it's uh, like a fire that is uh, basically it's burned out it's, it's consumed all of the wood at this point there's no more fuel hey. but the embers still glow a little bit Alex when we're done with this remind me to show you uh, York I have an Alas Poor York uh, skull that'll show you oh really that's awesome yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we'll talk about that after um this sounds fair <laughs> I don't know um <laughs> Let me repeat the wait, question. Wait, 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 wait. I can, I can do it. Sounds fair. Sounds fair. Oh, man, I need to hear your, I need to hear your remix. Uh, I'm going to do a remix of this of this debate. That's got to that's gotta be the, the ending theme music to this episode. It's your, it's your quick remix. Um, right, I, right. I don't know that. what the the story of the next week is going to be because I would not have predicted Alicia Machado was going to last more than a day. You know, like well, it yeah. wouldn't have if, if Trump hadn't gotten involved. Well, yeah, probably, yeah. probably not. Yeah, so so I don't know, right? Like I I don't know. Um, I assume Trump is. Yeah. I know I got a ton, a ton of text messages in the moments following because you'd be in jail. I got people were blowing me up over that. Yeah, but you're like and I got nothing else for the rest of the debate. Huh? I didn't get a single message because I don't I don't think I know any Trump supporters. Well, I know a few. Um, I mean, you know, it kind of makes sense when you yeah. think about <laughs> how I know most of the people that I know. But 
Okay, so I think I think that's it for us tonight, unless we have anything else. We we never played the soundbite for Sex Tapes to Benghazi. Or that. That could be its own show. <laughs> yeah, that that could be its own show. I mean, it sounds like uh, one of you. Certain, you got some crinkling going on. I'm hearing from you, by the way. Um, Can you hear me now? Yeah, no, it's pretty okay, clear. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I wasn't real quick. So uh, yeah, I, I don't I, I don't know what the next cycle is going to be. We'll see what Donald Trump tweets, and that'll probably um you know decide what the next cycle is on this uh and just just a quick because i don't think i still don't think we've talked enough about the moderators um who who really did uh kill it tonight they did did a tremendous job yeah we we yeah they asked tough questions they did they did not censor those questions at all is it okay for a politician to be two-faced well, and, like, yeah, right. right, yeah, and then those, those are questions, those, <laughs> and those are questions from the, from the town hall people, which is like, what is that? And the moderators knew the questions twenty four hours in advance, and their follow up questions, uh, you know, Anderson Cooper and Martha Raddatz's follow up questions were like on point, and they didn't, they did not oh, yeah. let, they did not let the candidates get away with moving to their talking points. They're like, okay, but let me repeat the question. Exactly, let me repeat the question. It was, it was <laughs> please answer the question that I asked you, like, man. And, and Martha Raddatz went to and, bat with Donald Trump over Syria. And that was, was and, awesome. Yeah, yeah. And and there, and there was your time is up. Your time is up. Like they, they, yeah, you're done. Whole, yeah, like like and and you know they still talked over a little bit, but they like it was like they did not like Lester Holt got walked. They did not get walked over like Lester Holt did. Um, mm-hmm. I think I think they did a real real strong job of of and and you know maybe maybe it's not what you think a moderator should do you know like on some level i'm not sure it's exactly what a moderator should do i think i think maybe in this town hall format right but i think in this town hall format maybe it's a little bit more acceptable because it's because it's the moderator asking the follow-up question from the uh the citizen the, the 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 regular person asking the question um and it's a little bit more of a of a casual quote unquote format but uh but i think you know I, I wish there were more more debates. I wish this was more of a thing where where the moderator was was expected to be like, okay, but you got to answer the question. I'm not going to let you get away with not answering the question because that's right. what. Yeah, happened well, we needed his way out there. They did not let the answer. Yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. Right. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. they they did not let the the um, the can, either can either candidate get away with not ask, not answering the question. The thing that I was way more impressed with was at one point Anderson Cooper just repeated your time is up your time is up your time is up your time is up like five times yeah. because <laughs> i don't remember who it was who was talking just wouldn't shut up i mean it sounds like a trump thing but i don't want to immediately I mean, Clint, Clint, say that was Clint him but he it. seriously repeated it a bunch of times yeah, like yeah. just he was like i don't care i don't care what you're saying anymore you could be making the this could be the fucking gettysburg address shut the fuck up right you, you are you'll, done you will have time for it later yeah, no, uh, yeah. and 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 I know you love the Gettysburg Address from the Steven Spielberg film Lincoln. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but... the five thirty eight guys though just just afterwards said that they they track interruptions uh, live throughout the debate, and they said that based on their early numbers, I don't think they did the final ones, but based on their early numbers, the moderators interrupted both candidates more than either candidate interrupted each other. Well, and, good for that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was, I mean, it's, it's good. It's, you have two minutes. This is your yeah, two minutes. That's what minutes, you want, right? You like, know, yeah, it's, no, at yeah. two minutes, you're done. And, and, and most, it. most, and most of the two, like most of the interruptions from from them was your time is up, right? It was, it right. was your time is up, it, and and some of some of it was, well, it was please it was answer. Either the question. your time is up, or you've gone off topic and haven't answered the question. Right, exactly. Right, and it wasn't, it, and there was a little bit of, you know, well, here's what was, was said and something like that, but most of it was either your time is up or. Answer the question, um, which which I think was was 
I mean, I really, I really like that in in the moderator. But as we all know, facts have a liberal bias. That sounds fair. <laughs> you should add, uh, you should add Newt Gingrich. Facts have a liberal bias. <laughs> I should, I should, I should get a whole soundboard for this show. This is this is a terrible idea, and we're gonna do it. <laughs> that sounds fair. <laughs> We're we're gonna be like like an old like like '90s sports show, except for like millennial podcasts. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to uh, the kids are all left. I've been Dan Matthews. Joining me is my co-host. <laughs> Joining me is my co-host. I'm Siddiqui. and our resident military correspondent, Alexander Payette. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye bye. <laughs>